Just as a trigger warning, this episode includes topics of self-harm and eating disorders. Please take care of yourself and only listen if these are going to be safe topics for you to discuss or listen to. And if you need to talk to someone or need further resources, you can text or call a crisis counselor at crisistextline.org or nationaleatingdisorders.org. Please listen at your discretion. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Welcome back to Throwback Paperback. I'm one of the hosts, Asia Bonilla. And I'm Charles Sheeland, your other host. And today we're back readying the first half of the second book in readying Charles. <laughs> you should read this is this is why I don't like I I read very quickly, but Charles just leaves the typos in there. I try to go in there and fix them. That's because I'm typing it on my phone. Okay, back it up. And today we're back reading the first half of the second book in the Ugly series by Scott Westerfeld, Pretties. As a show, we're best friends and we share books with each other. Normally, alternating between the series, one of us has read and the other hasn't, and neither of us had read these though. I think we're vibing with the book so far, but I can't speak for Asia, obviously. I'm definitely vibing with them. This has been, I don't know, I feel like the past couple of series, I haven't really loved as many of them, and I'm, like, really enjoying this. Like, I feel like we're reading this very quickly and getting through it quickly. I mean, it's not that long, and we're going back to reading only a half of a book at a time, but it's just, the story's just flowing. Like, I just want to keep reading. Like, I'm excited to finish recording so we can start the second half of the book. What listeners, what Asia means by that is that we, so, you know, we have a general regular time of the week that we record, but we're actually recording episodes more frequently than usual. Like we're getting ahead of our own schedule because sometimes when we both finish a book or like, or finish a reading as quick, quickly, we're like, let's keep going so that we can, you know, because the more we can bank up episodes a little bit that way. And with some of the other series, like we both were like, we were reading, the, needing the whole week to get through the reading, but that's not happening with this series. So even though you're hearing us once a week, <laughs> these episodes are definitely being produced at a rate that is faster than once a week. So just for plot summary for the first half of Pretties, Shay and T- now Tally also are Pretties, and Tally is trying to join a gang called the Crims. By doing that, she becomes fast friends with Zane, who is the leader of the Crims. And he also suspects that something is kind of wrong with the pretties. He can, like, sense something is up. So Tally and Zane then split the cure that Croy brings to them. And so they're kind of half cured, or maybe more, from their brain lesions. And they're basically trying to help the other Crims feel more human. But then they have to deal with the repercussions of getting caught when they were, like, doing these adventures. And then they're also being monitored really intensely. And they're also still trying to inspire the other crims that aren't cured to kind of feel more human. So I'll leave it at that. My impression of the reading was that, like, Talia is incredibly liberated. And I'll save that a little bit for the end. It's more like tongue-in-cheek. And I really want to talk about Shay because I feel... Like, I understand a lot of her frustrations, but I also feel like I, same time, I think she's a little hysterical. So again, I think those are things we can talk about down the line, because basically I just came out and I was like, I want to talk to someone about this. 
and I didn't, and I couldn't. And that's what I'm here for. Yes, exactly. So going into my impressions, like I said, I'm very much enjoying it. I enjoyed kind of having, seeing Tally like join the side of the pretties. It does get a little cringy, maybe is how I would describe it, especially just how they speak. But as far as Charles with, we'll talk about Shay, I am definitely not on team Shay. I am Shay, like she sucks. I hate her least favorite character so i definitely yeah we'll get into it later okay that's all i'll say so let's dive in tally has been made a pretty like we said and the pretties speak in the most annoying way like they're supposed to be like stereotypical like a valley girl kind of like moronic speak like they say bubbly and bogus and pretty making like they say words that are like to replace regular words, and it's super annoying. Yeah, and the first thing I noted is that I guess Tally was not, in fact, divergent, at least based on how she's acting during the beginning of the story, because she's basically acting like all the other pretties. But then a little bit later on, it's kind of revealed that she's kind of still what they call, like, misspeaking a month after having her pretty operation. Like, she's still not totally, like just pretty minded all the time she like miss like she talks about the past a little bit too much and is like maybe a little bit too serious so i was like maybe she will end up being like half divergent but well so yeah it's kind of unclear like i don't think she's divergent but it definitely feels like she has also we should mention for context divergent is based on the book series divergent where tris the main character she is different, and therefore she's immune to a lot of things. Like, she's immune to a lot of the and serums, and she has special abilities, because she kind of fits into multiple factions. And it gives you certain, like, bonuses and immunities. And so when we say that, like, are these characters divergent, we mean, like, are they immune to the brain lesions? And... Or they don't, at least they don't... I don't I don't think anybody's immune to the brain lesions. It's more so, we're assuming they don't have yes. them. Which, which, so in this case would be, did Tally get the brain lesions? Which, yes, I would assume she did because she is kind of lost it a little bit. But she clearly has a somewhat of a fight in her because in certain moments, as we'll talk about, she's able to kind of break out of that spell a little bit. Yeah, it definitely feels like she has more memories of her time as an ugly and a smoky than other people do. Which I think can kind of act like being divergent. Yes, and then something I wrote down is that that's totally bogus is clearly the catchphrase for the pretties because, I mean, how Charles said, I think bogus was probably the most used word. Like, if you did, like, Definitely. what is it, control F or whatever, like, to search in this book, what word was used the most? I feel like bogus, at least for the pretties. Like, they, I don't know, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that word in a casual conversation today. So, I don't know, it's just, like, it's just funny, and they say it a lot. It feels so 2000s to me. Like, yeah. It feels like something I would have said in elementary school or middle school. And, like, not as much as they do. Like, but I definitely feel like that's where it came from. Yeah. Also, something else that makes it feel very 2000s is that they use the R word at least twice. Like, ugh, I rolled my eyes both times. I was like, that is so 2005. No, yeah, because, like, the first time they said it, it was like, oh, this is 2000s. But the second time, like, 
I feel like I physically cringed. I was like, ooh, that makes me uncomfortable. Yes. Why did they use that? Yes, it felt like, I, I can't remember the Because I noted time. it twice. It was like, okay, once, let it slide, but twice, really? Also, within the first half of the book, like, this was in the first couple of chapters. Well, also, like, the first time, I felt like it, I, it didn't really, like, fit, so I was like, okay, whatever. The second time, it really felt like they were using the R word to mean uncool. Like, yes, the way like, that, it's like, totally bogus, but using that word instead. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so embarrassing. Yeah. So, okay, I'm glad that you caught that, too, because I was like, that was on my list of things that were like, <laughs> ooh, things to think twice about. Um, so then Croy comes, and he speaks to Tally, and he basically tells her that she's going to go on the scavenger hunt to find a gift. And I was like, obviously, the gift is going to be the cure, right? So I didn't immediately assume that it was going to be the cure. I thought maybe they were going to give her some sort of test. Which, like, I guess her talking to him ended up being, like, the test. But I thought it was going to be, like, a note or something. Also because I didn't think that they were going to give them the cure, like, in New Pretty Town. I thought that they were going to kidnap them, bring them back to the New Smoke, and then give them the cure. Or or at least give Tally the cure. To me, like, when they had talked about it in the, at the end of the last book, to me it made it seem like she was going to be made pretty. Then they were going to come in and kidnap her to bring her back to the New to the new smoke, and then, like, the cure would be administered. I didn't realize it was just going to be, like, they just gave it to her. And it was totally up to her to be able to make that decision. Yeah, so, to me, I just didn't think that they were just going to give her the cure, like, leave it for her, and, like, she had to kind of fully make that decision on her own. There was no one there to help her. Like, what if she did go brain dead? Like, they weren't even going to be there. So, that is not, that's not how I was expecting it to plan out. To plan out. Expecting it to pan out. But well, I also don't think that was the original plan. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, like that might not have been the plan, and they changed it. Well, I think that that I mean, I might be jumping ahead here, but I think the original plan was that David was going to take her back to the smoke, and now that plan obviously could be foiled for any number of reasons. Maybe David hates her for being the spy, you know for any number of reasons, but you're absolutely right. That was not the original plan. And so this definitely okay. felt more random because she well, was kind of I'll, up to do it by herself. I'll also say that I wasn't necessarily fully expecting David to be the one to come and get her either, at least definitely not by himself. I mean, he's never been in a city before. I mean, I feel like there would be so many more people that would be up for that job that would be, like, better, that, like, would know the layout of the city, like... Do you know what I mean? Yes, but again, at the end of the last book, Tally literally says, this is how I'll know if David forgives me if he comes and saves me. Well, I guess to me, I felt that was illogical because I, to me, like, he could still like you and be like, well, I wasn't going to go to a place I've never been before just to save you. Well. I don't know. To me, it's not completely off the table that. Yeah, we don't know what, we don't know what's going on with her and David. Yeah, so I guess that makes sense, but we'll see later. But going back on Zane, which, you know, is Tally's new bestie. So he's the leader of the Crims, and he's very hot, and they just start kissing. I definitely, I'll just say I was not expecting that either, because I wasn't thinking, like, because Tally, first of all, doesn't, when we first, like, meet her as the new pretty, like, she's not really thinking about David, so... I wasn't thinking she's like, oh, she's waiting for David. But, like, I just wasn't expecting her to jump in 
with especially somebody we just met. Also, I'll say that clearly Paris is not being set up as another love interest. He literally is just her best friend, which I love. I like that. That's great because I feel like that sticks true to what she had said at the beginning that she's like, no, we're just friends. So I like that. But clearly now we've got a new love interest. This is unfortunately could be setting up a love triangle, but that has not been confirmed yet because David may no longer be interested when he sees Tally when she's pretty. So Tally and Zane are kissing and then they decide that they're going to go on the scavenger hunt together to go find this gift, which turns out to be the cure. And at this point, you know, it does seem to be going pretty well for Tally because she's kind of found an ally in Zane. And so, like, as you mentioned, he's a new character. And I was wondering right away if Zane doesn't have the lesions. Because he's definitely, like, he's interested in the smoke. And he's suspicious of being pretty. Like, he literally says, you forget things from before the surgery. And the only way that, like, you remember them is if you talk about them. And he's like, basically, that's why he founded this, like, club called the Crims. Where they talk about, like, the scandalous rule breaking they did as uglies because he's like that's actually a secret way of like retaining as much of your personality as possible by talking about things and i was like that feels like like he's so suspicious of the the surgery and i was like i don't know does he like is does he not have the lesions so yeah i also wrote that down that i was thinking that maybe he doesn't have the brain lesions or maybe he only has partial brain lesions so he's clearly divergent Also, I feel like that could explain later on once they do take the cure, he starts to get really terrible headaches. And maybe that's because he didn't really need the cure or he didn't need that high of a dosage. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I definitely think that that tracks. I mean, Tally even describes him as being like, because again, she talks about all the pretties like have the same aura about them. Like they're all, they've all been made into like this generic idea of beauty, but she's like, Zane is different. And he even like does little things to like differentiate himself. Like I think she says he like dyes his hair. And like, I don't know, has certain tattoos. I can't remember. He has like also like different shaped eyebrows. Like he's like, he just kind of got like a different look. He's gotten got like a different look. So that, and then also his personality is clearly like more shining through than the other pretties. So just like from the very beginning, he just seems different. AKA divergent. So, okay, we should definitely discuss it again in a second because I think that your theory is good. And once they take the cure, I'll make a note that we definitely talk about it then. So, like I said, they kiss, and because Zane has realized that feeling bubbly, which is like the pretty talk, like that's what they call it, feeling bubbly, and that combined with like not eating too much food and getting like extra caffeine, they feel more sane basically. Like they're able to remember more things, they're able to think clearly. Like it's almost like they're constantly in like a drugged state. Like everything's kind of cloudy, but when like they're kissing or they're doing something exciting or they get hurt, things that kind of make them essentially like being human, like it's normal it's non-pretty that's what allows you to be bubbly and the authorities don't seem to know about this especially because you know bubbly just sounds like some sort of moronic pretty speak so when they talk about it but tally is like tally and zane are like stay bubbly stay bubbly like they keep saying it to each other and i'm like wow that's gonna be my new mantra stay bubbly like great line put it in your insta bio i'm waiting to see it happen yeah we'll see about that And then on top of that, when they're kissing, Tally says something like, 
this kiss was totally oxygen missing, which I like understood what she meant, but I'm like, that's just, why would you say it like that? And like, they just speak, I don't know. You know what it reminds me of? I mean, Charles is not going to get this reference because he didn't grow up on Disney, but the Xenon, like the girl of the future, those movies, they made like three of them. They were like Disney Channel original movies. And they say like weird phrases like that, that it's like, it makes sense, but it's like, Obviously, in that context, it was trying to be, like, futuristic. Like, I can't think of anything else in my head. But they say, like, different phrases that you're like, what? And this is what that reminded me of. Like, that kiss was totally oxygen missing. Like, why would you say it like that? Just so weird. But I guess that's the point. It's a fancy way of saying it took your breath away. Yeah, but, like, again, who? I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that the next time. Like, yeah, I'm going to say that. Also, when something is, like, attractive or good and they're, like, totally pretty making, that one gags my throat. Yeah, I'm going to start talking That's... like that and see who looks at me crazy. Be like, what did you just that say? Was, like, in dance class, I'll be like, I'll see someone like, that pirouette was totally pretty making. And they'll be like, be could like, you please not? I'll be like, excuse me, what did you just say? <laughs> okay, so with their bubbly state, the two new besties, Zane and Tally, they go and find the pills and the letter from... Croy, which is really a letter from Tally to Tally. And as I said, David didn't come, which I flagged immediately, though I think you are right that, like, he alone should not have come because he's only been to the city the one time. And Croy came by himself. It was just him with, like, the younger uglies helping him, right? Yes. Yes. So, anyway. Zane says that he's he reads the note, and again, as we mentioned, he's already got these sort of premonitions that there's something wrong with the pretties. So he's like, I believe this note 100%. I'm going to take the pills if you don't take them. And Tally's like, well, I don't, you know, I'm, I feel like you can't take both pills, like, because if you become a vegetable right now, it'll be my fault. So they each take one pill. What are your thoughts on that? Well, well, before I get my thoughts on that, I just wanted to give, I feel like we should give a little more background on Zane because we do find out later that he is, so he's one of Shay's old friends. So back in their ugly days, he knew Shay and he's a little bit older than her. And Shay had like talked about in the first book about how all of her friends had left her and some people had run away. Some people decided to become pretty. And Zane is actually one of her friends that was planning to run away. Like they were all making a plan to run away and he was one of the people who chickened out. So he never ran away and he ended up becoming pretty. So I think that also like feeds into this idea of he had learned about the smoke. He knew about everything. I don't know if they said he met David or not, but he had obviously had heard of him and knew of him. But so this is obviously like he. That's totally pretty making. So this is obviously his mindset while he's seeing these pills. And like we've already said, he's different. He seems to know more and he knows that there's something wrong with them. So he immediately is like, like believes that like, yes, they did something to our brains during the operation. So he's like, yeah, I want to take the pills because I don't want to feel like not myself anymore. As far as my thoughts on them each taking a pill, I think it was the safest bet in that moment because since she did go up with him and he was clearly interested, I mean, I was kind of yelling at Tally through the book when she's like, I'm not sure. And I'm like, just take them. You wrote this letter to yourself. Like, what do you have to lose at this point? Like, do you want to be this just airhead your whole life? But anyway, that's why I'm kind of glad Zane was there because I honestly think if she would have done it alone, she wouldn't have done it. Like, she clearly didn't have... The courage to do it on her own. Don't you think? I completely agree. I think she wouldn't have done it on her own. Yeah, and then I do agree, though, that I 
don't think that she should have let Zane take both of them, especially because she's the one who's supposed to be the guinea pig in the first place. And she even says, like, by them taking one, she's like, well, what if it was too much? Like, this will balance it out. But I definitely think, like I had said before about Zane, whether he didn't have the brain lesions to start with or maybe because they did only take half a dose, that could have also affected, like, him having, like, side effects. But... Well, yeah, because that's kind of where I'm wondering is that, like, it feels like afterwards they... So they say they're basically half cured and they're under surveillance, like because they get caught and, you know, they obviously like we were just pretty making, but, you know, then they get these like permanent cuffs that are like sealed around them. Basically handcuffs that aren't tied together. Yes. Well, just just one one on each then. But, But like they, besides Zane having these really terrible migraines, it feels to me like they are pretty much in control like it feels like they don't have any brain fog anymore right i think that they still have brain fog it's just less frequent also because since like a lot of their time now is being spent like planning like they plan this whole thing and they're trying to fight against the cuffs i do think they still have the brain fog it's just not as often and they're much easier like it's much easier for them to get out of it okay so do you think that they each need another pill I don't know if they need an, another entire pill, but I do think, I think Zane not so much because I think my personal theory on Zane is that maybe his brain lesions were different because the fact that he was already, like, he was more aware than Tally was. Like, he's the one who yeah, was, he like, figured everything out. stay yeah. bubbly. He figures everything out, and, like, Tally then gives him the information once he helps her remember. So to me, Zane is giving the vibes that like, I don't know if he doesn't completely have the brain lesions because he still talks about having the brain fog, but I definitely think his is different. So maybe he, maybe that half a pill was too much for him. Like he only needed a little bit and maybe Tally needs a little bit more. Okay. Cause again, I don't think Tally is divergent. I think that her memory served to like help weigh her down because she had a, such a unique experience. But I think ultimately, like, if we're talking about the divergence and said in the sense of the brain lesions, I feel like Zane has like very little and Tally to me has probably about the normal amount. Okay. Interesting. I was wondering what you thought about that. So basically though, they, they're half or somewhat level of cured and they are also seeing that like by doing basically bubbly involving activities it does help the other pretties but they definitely have like a cap on how far that they can like progress whereas it feels like zane and tally are like noticeably less behaving like a pretty and so now yeah they yeah they're having the they cause like these sort of raucous events basically trying to get the new smokies to recognize that the meds worked not really sure how well that worked for them, but like for example, there's this giant skating rink where they all the pretties go skating, and it's like a floating skating rink, which is moronic. And they the pretties all break the skating rink, and um, obviously they should not have had the organized wherewithal to do all that. But the goal is that basically that the new smoke will recognize that the meds worked. And come give them more or extract them or something. Now, that doesn't really seem to be working. So basically now the plan is to get themselves out to the new smoke themselves. Right? Did I get that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happens. And I think that that makes sense in the sense of also because, I mean, I know like time has passed. But again, 
when Tally left, there were seven people in the new smoke. So assuming they gained more people and have a little bit more of a following, it still to me seems unlikely. I mean, Croy almost got caught just bringing the one set of pills for Tally. Like, I feel like they might not have had the resources to either give them more pills or like just to come and get them. So I do think it was the right decision that now they've made it like at the end of the reading when they decide to, they're just going to go to the new smoke, like escape. Yeah, for sure. I think that, which I think was their plan, but like, but they, because they have the cuffs, they needed to wait until they could slip those off or get them off. Yes. So one of the things when I said that Tally was liberated, so she and Zane, Obviously, they kind of meet or they become, like, close friends on the day that they go get the cure. But now, obviously, they're, like, in this together. They both have the cuffs. They're both half-cured. And I just love how, like, Tally is, like, with Zane now. Like, she's like, he's a man. He's available. Kiss, kiss. I I thought that was so incredible. Like, I'm like, she's so empowered. She's doing her own thing. (laughs) David who? I mean, again... Giving main character energy, she's the main character. Also, to me, that makes sense because, well, at least from the beginning, obviously, she doesn't even seem to remember David at all. When Zane even tries to bring up his name, she, like, physically feels pain, like, because she's like, don't say his name, like, stop talking, because she doesn't know, she doesn't immediately know what it is, but she's like, she knows that that's going to cause pain and, like, is not good, because it does seem like that part, at least of her, like, past, she doesn't really remember, so I'd say that leads to, like, the start with Zane. Then, obviously, when she does remember, she's also just assuming, like we said, that David hates her because she betrayed them, and now she's become pretty, and, like, there's just no way he's going to take her back. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the case. I think when they go back, that's initially going to be the case, but will he come around? Probably. I think likely. So that is where that love triangle idea may present itself, but I am also suspecting that Zane might die, personally. Because, you know, we got to get a death in here. And I feel like with his headaches, I don't think that they're going to be able to help him. But who knows? Maybe. Interesting. That's... Also, because I think David is endgame. I think David is endgame, too. I think he is... Like, he embodies rebellion from the society in a way that nobody else can. Because he was literally born in rebellion of the society. So I agree with you that I feel like... If she's gonna, mm, but I don't know, but because he's not pretty and she is, unless they're able to reverse the surgery on her, I wonder if he'll turn out to be like the Gale because he's gonna be like violence. I want to hurt the people, but maybe I don't know. It's too early to tell. Yeah. But at this moment, I feel like David will be endgame personally. Sure. I'm kind of surprised that Paris really wasn't set up as a potential love interest, but like. I mean, he's just a side character at this point. He he's literally barely, barely talks, there. and he's barely there. He's in the background. I mean, Shay has more of a Shay's, Shay's more a bigger present character than, he than is. Paris is, for sure. So, and then in a big twist, Doctor Cable comes up to Tally and she offers to make her a special. She's like, "You'd be a great special." What do you think of this? I feel like like it's a trap, right? I think that it makes sense because what Doctor Cable basically tells her is that obviously, like. They recruit people based off of people who played a lot of tricks as uglies. Because, again, we have to remember that all those specials were once uglies, and then they became pretties, and then they got turned into specials. So there is some sort of recruiting process. Now, I don't know if it's a trap 
in the sense of, I mean, it could be, but I also just am assuming that Dr. Cable doesn't know that, like, Tally came back. Like, I don't think they have any suspicion about there being a cure. Also, because the idea of the brain lesions, like, do the specials even know about that? Like, does everyone know about that? Or only do, like, the top people know about those specific things? The specials definitely know about that. Like, Dr. Cable definitely knows about that because of the conversation that she had with the mom when they got captured in the last book. But I do think that you're right that it could be, like, she's not that concerned because she's, like, you got, you got, like, maybe she's not worried about Tally's allegiance because, like, because she did come also, back Tally to Also, Tally essentially, prayed. yeah, and she essentially got what she wanted, and she still seems to be saying, even though she's, like, suspicious of, like, what, I guess, her and Zane are doing, she's still, like, she's basically trying to convince her, I feel like, you know, to use this, like, your intelligence to actually help us. Like, we want you to work with us kind of thing. Yes. You know, I feel like trying to give her the idea of, you know, if you can't beat them, join them kind of idea. This idea of you may have been against us before, but now you can be one of us. Yeah. Like, you know. I think that's true. So so personally, in that moment, based on how the conversation went, I didn't think it was a trap because I just don't think that they know anything. I mean, especially, I mean, we don't know if they're going to make it, but it seems like Zane and Tally were able to escape pretty easily because I just don't think anybody was that suspicious of them. Besides them, like, they put them on the cuffs, but they obviously don't know what they're really doing. Yeah. And I think that, like, like you said, like, it might not even matter. Maybe, like, this, maybe the special operation makes you even more messed up. And she's like, yeah, you are naturally smart. You have natural abilities. And if you do have any sort of rebellious tendencies, those will get quashed It'll in the special be... operation. Exactly. I think that, too. So do we think tallies are going to be made a special at some point? Third book is called Specials. I sure hope not, because the specials sound terrifying. I mean... I'm imagining... They're the vampires. It definitely gives me the Twilight vampires, but, like, scarier. Because I feel like the Twilight vampires, I mean, they're supposed to be attractive in that you feel safe with them. Like, you know what I mean? As opposed to, like, unsettling. Like, the cruel, pretty that they describe. Sure. So, take the, like, Twilight vampires, but then make it into, like, a horror movie, kind of. So... The way the Twilight vampires... I hope she doesn't, because that would be really unfortunate, because I don't. then I don't think anyone would want to be around her if she looks scary so hopefully not well we shall but then see. again maybe all this surgery will be reversible at the end who knows we shall see so then we kind of wrap up with tally she so she talks to shay and because shay is making a lot of progress with her like being bubbly and resisting the pretty things and basically she confronts tally and she's like i know something's up tell me what's going on and so she, then Tally tells Shay that she and Zane found the cure. They each took half of it, and Shay loses it. She goes absolutely insane. She is like, Tally, you are a fake friend. You should have given me the cure. You've taken everything from me. Don't ever think that we're friends. Like, this is not going to stand. And okay, I think that Shay is wrong in some things. I think that she is right. In that she, and that Tally does keep forgetting about Shay. As she should. Now, Shay sucks. <laughs> in that moment, Tally should have said, Shay, we're, specials are about to come get us. We had these pills. We didn't want to risk one of us taking two, and we didn't want to risk us not taking anything at all, because then we might have lost the pills for good. So we each took one. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like I was, you know, 
deciding between who I would give it to because I would have probably given it to Paris. It wasn't like that. <laughs> it was literally just in the moment, like, we each had to take a pill, and Zane was a the person there. Of course, she doesn't say that. But, so I didn't, but I understand that Shay, to Shay, that Tally is leaving her behind. What do you think? Okay, so, well, first of all, I disagree in the first thing that I don't think Tally should have told her. Like, I know she was getting upset at her. I agree. To me, I, I would have just been like, it's none of your business and we're not friends. I don't even like you. That's what I would have said to her. <laughs> so, but honestly, I'm not Tally, but that's what I would have said because I think that she needs to drop Shay as a friend because ultimately, if the real Shay were here, like, not masked by the pretty thoughts, she would not want to hang out with Tally. Like, she made that super clear. So I feel like I would stop trying to be her friend in the first place and just keep my distance. But as far as what Shay is saying about Tally leaving her behind and forgetting her, I guess I won't say that I disagree with that statement because she is. But I guess to me, I think that's the right decision. I think Tally needs to drop Shay. Shay needs to be forgotten. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because for me, at least, I, as I said, I hate Shay. I, she's the worst character so far. And she's honestly just like super jealous of tally is like the vibe i get because she's basically like i'm not the main character and i wish i was the main character because tally's just giving so much main character energy and on top of that shay is clearly not very smart and she's not divergent or even divergent enough to have wanted to take the cure when it was offered to her so already that's like already that's a good point first thing so that's why to me i don't feel bad at her at all because whether she remembers this or not Shay was literally offered the cure first, and she said, absolutely not. I want to go back to New Pretty Town. And they even explained to her everything, and she still wouldn't. So, which is why I'm saying, not very smart and clearly not divergent at all. So, you're not special. Therefore, you're not the main character. Therefore, you can go. And also this idea of, like, you're even saying, like, I know Tally didn't explain to her, but, like, her getting all upset when, like, the fact is the situation was she wasn't going to hold on to the pills. The specials are coming down onto them just to give to Shay. Like you even said, I feel like she would have given over to Paris over her because at least he's not annoying. But well, also they're best friends. Like they're best friends. And like, I know she likes Shay, but again, I don't know you that well. Like, I don't know why you think we're besties all of a sudden. Like, I don't know. I just think again, she's just really annoying. And then well, also, as we said last episode, all the things that Shay is mad at Tally are her for, fault are things that really Shay caused. They're consequences of her own actions. And in this moment, they're like at this like little party basically, and Shay's getting so upset that she's starting to yell. She's screaming at Tally, and that's like something that pretties don't do. So she's obviously drawing attention to them. Tally literally has the cuff on her wrist that she's being monitored, so obviously that's an issue. All the pretties are staring at them, and she's going to get them all caught when Tally's literally just told them that they have a cure. So... Even and that if they're you doing wanted, everything they can to get the cure for everyone. Well, that's what I'm saying. So if you even wanted the chance of having a cure, why are you getting the only people who have gotten it caught? Like, just, again, stupid. Not very smart. Another reason to hate her. So clearly an idiot. And then, like we just said, all of her reasons for hating Tally, which I'll just list the main ones, are consequences of her own actions. I mean, first of all, the very first one, you know, you, she's like, oh my gosh, you know, you already stole David from me. Stole David? David didn't like you, Shay. He didn't like you at all. He wasn't interested in you in any way. So Tally can't steal something that was never yours. So she needs to let that go. That's totally off the table. That makes no sense. Again, jealousy. And again, we already went over in the last episode about how it's actually Shay's fault, basically, that Tally even had to go in as a spy. Because if Shay would have 
listen to what David, her beloved crush, said. She should have never told Tally about the smoke in the first place. So Definitely not the way she did it. Like, a day's notice. But either way, like, again, and that's where, to me, like, she's taking things that she should be, like, disappointed in herself and just pushing all of the blame on Tally. Like, everything is everyone else's fault. Or, I guess, everything is specifically Tally's fault and nothing is Shay's fault. And, like, she needs to take responsibility for her own actions. And, again, like we said, she clearly wasn't divergent enough, not smart enough to overcome the pretty thoughts when she was literally offered the cure before everyone else. So, that's why I said I hate Shay. I think she is the worst character so far. And, yeah, forget Shay. Shay sucks. Tally should drop her, which hopefully that's what's happening. Okay. I think that you actually convinced me. I think your arguments... I think... I mean... I know I'm correct. <laughs> but, like, you know, I wanted to be sympathetic towards Shay, but I think that you're right. That no. Like, you, you can't be sympathetic towards somebody who's not only stupid, but also just can't take any responsibility. Like, that's embarrassing. Well, you guys don't know this about Asia and I, but we have a rule about people in positions of power. But it all really <laughs> applies to anyone that you can't be a bully. Well, you know, we like to use a more colorful word than that. But you can't be a bully... And, be, and stupid. be stupid. You can be one or the other. You can only be one or the other. But you don't you can get only to be one both. or the other. And Shay is definitely dumb, and she's also impulsive and mean. So, yeah, and ev- thinks everything is everyone else's fault. Like I hate that. So yeah, she's just terrible. Yeah. And then on top of this, because now that we've dropped Shay and we're trying to forget Shay, unfortunately now she has to go off the deep end and go psycho. And she starts this crazy ritual, trigger warning, of cutting yourself basically to become bubbly. Because pain is also associated with giving you those bubbly human thoughts, which we learn from when Tally gets like banged in the face by Paris's knee. Again, one of the only scenes he's in in the first half of the book. She like is instantly like she's like it's like the fog is cleared, like glasses have been taken off. She is like able to fully focus. So Shay has like gathered a bunch of other pretties saying we have to be bubbly and like she like cuts her arm and then like she has everybody come up one by one. I mean, it was so like cultish. It was so creepy. And also, I was just, like, I was not expecting the book to go there. Like, I was not expecting any sort of self-harm to be a part of that. So I was like, where's the trigger warning for this? This is not safe, not a safe topic. I mean, honestly, there should have been a trigger warning, like we mentioned, like, even for eating disorders because something we didn't really talk about. But since Tally and Zane have those cuffs on, they've kind of been trying to starve themselves, basically, to make their wrists and hands, I guess, like, as small as possible so they can slip it off. But that ultimately doesn't make sense because, like, your hand wouldn't get smaller. Well, I think like they your would, bone joints they didn't wouldn't realize get until later, until their hands were skinnier. Like, they didn't think about it fully. their bones so. were where they were. Because Tally only realizes that once her hand gets super skinny, like... And she's able and maybe she's to get able it to get it to a high. certain place, but then she's like, wait. When she talked about, because she's like, oh, like, breaking your thumb, I was like, <sighs> they're going to break their thumbs to get it off. I was like, what is this turning into? But they end up just, like, cutting it off, right, with, like, some sort of machine. No, they don't end up cutting balloon. it off. They get in the hot air balloons, and the hot air balloons, they're going to use heat-proof gloves and put their hand in the furnace. So that oh, they, yeah, the yeah, metal yeah. They were trying to cut it, and then, and then they, come off. yeah. Yeah, I stopped listening near the end. I was starting to get bored. 
because it was taking too long. The process was taking yeah, too long. Yeah, also them fighting over, like, who was going to use the cut it, the crushing machine. I was like, this has got to be a better way. Also because they ended up yeah. doing the furnace method anyway. I was like, this was kind of a dumb detour. But anyway, um, it was in response to why is there no trigger warning? It's the 2000s. There were no such thing as trigger warnings. Um, I mean, I think even now, in, in books normally there's not. Like, you have to look stuff up. Like, that's a good recommendation. Like, whenever you're reading a new book... There's not necessarily always trigger warnings at the beginning of books. Like, you just need to look up what's yes mentioned in there. It's uh, probably a good idea. And so now, like we said, Zane and Tally have left the pretties, and they're going towards the new smoke. Yes, so like I said, I'm definitely looking forward to the second half because I really want to see how David is going to react to not only Tally being pretty, but also bringing Zane along, her new man. Like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the drama. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how that goes. Like, also, like, what's going on with David and, like, what's going on with Maddie, his mom? Like, maybe she'll be like, good, I didn't want you with my David. Or maybe David will be super jealous. You know, I'm really hoping we don't get, like, super annoying love triangle, but there's... I feel like he'll be, like, he'll come across as angry, like, to the typical, like, well, I didn't even want to be with you anyway, but, like, he'll actually be devastated. And that's what will bring them back together. And maybe Zane will get shot, so. Or his head will explode. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't think Zane's going to make it, personally. Because, I mean, they That'd have so David's mom out there. But I'm just, again, I'm assuming, I'm assuming we're going to get some sort of death. At least one in this book. And I feel like. It'll probably be Paris and we'll probably forget about it. I mean, I would, that's what I'm saying. I hope it's going to be something of a little bit more substance. And like, we kind of already got a little bit of a scare in this first half because Tally actually ends up taking him like to the hospital because he like stops breathing. And that's why I'm saying like, to me, that's getting on. If my theory proves right that he took too much of the cure, them going out to the new smoke, I don't think they're going to be able to reverse that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what do they have sure. for resources? And if it is, like, he took too much, like, how are you going to take that back? Like, do they have an antidote to the cure? Like, I just, to me, it's just being set up that, like, he was part of the test subject, so they learned from that and that maybe some people need certain different dosages. But I could just see that. Not necessarily in this book, but maybe in the next book. But who knows? Well, we shall see. Any final thoughts? The only thing I wanted to say is I feel like it's very clearly, I mean, as we've said, this to me seems like it's going to be Shay's villain origin story because at this point, again, unless Shay's memories get wiped, I feel like there's no way at this point she's ever going to forgive Tally for, like, betraying her again because, I mean, she doesn't know this yet, but now Tally has literally left, literally left her behind not only just with the cure, but literally left her in New Pretty Town and she escaped with only Zane to go to the New Smoke. So I feel like there's no way. Honestly, no. I, I was like, maybe Shay will become a special. I feel like that would make sense for her character. Like, she crosses over the dark side. Maybe. But she's too stupid. They wouldn't recruit her. But who knows? Maybe. That's what I was like. I don't know. But like I said, I think she deserves to be forgotten. And mainly for her terrible attitude. I think that's the main thing I hate about her, her terrible attitude. She's so annoying. Okay, well, there you had it, folks. We're going to finish the book for next episode, so if you read along, go ahead and finish Pretties. And as always, if you have any predictions, theories, or questions, or you just want to keep talking to us about uglies, 
Remember that you can stay in touch with us about anything on the Nerd Party website. You can head over to nerdparty.com contact and select throwback paperback. And you can send us an email there and get in touch with the network on Twitter at join nerd party or on Instagram at the nerd party and facebook.com slash the nerd party. But to find me, I'm at Asia Bonilla on TikTok and at Asia.bonia on Instagram. And I'm at seashells on Instagram. And remember to rate and review our show. And check out the other great podcasts we have within the Nerd Party Network. And subscribe so you don't miss us next week. Yes, hit that subscribe button and have a good one. We'll see you next week. Join the revolution. Join the Nerd Party.